Hi guys, welcome back to the She Never Shuts Up podcast. Um, I'm Sienna. And I'm Emma. And today we're talking all about relationships, dating in your 20s, hinge, x, all the things. <laughs> all the things. I feel like this is a good topic because unfortunately, sad, we were just talking about how Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are officially getting divorced. Joe filed for divorce in the state of New Jersey. And I wonder what happened. He said their marriage is, quote, irretrievably broken. And I'm just wondering, like, what does that mean? What is going on? Like, I want to know more information. But I feel like there's so many different sources out there. I'm like, I just want to hear it for the source. But it's also their private life, so. Yeah, because he hasn't posted anything. It's just his attorney, I guess, right? Yeah. Hmm. And yesterday, um, he posted a picture of himself with his wedding ring on. And there were also videos of her at his concert in Austin, like the Jonas Brothers tour that's going on, like over the weekend. So it seems like this happened very quickly or they were just like keeping it up for the PR. But I also wonder like, why would he post a picture with his wedding ring yesterday if he knew his attorney was gonna release the information today, I, you know? Yeah, I don't know, <sighs> but it's sad. Rip. But it's sad. They're a cute couple, but I feel like they were pretty private. So I guess you never know. Yeah. I feel like that's the problem with like celebrity couples is it's like, obviously it's not a problem. It's good that they have their privacy, but then the second, like one little thing gets out, everything is, everyone's like, what is going on? And is obsessed with their relationship. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if Priyanka and Nick are doing well. I hope so. (laughs) I love them. Yeah. I feel like they talk about the relationship more though. Like there's podcasts about the relationship and like it seems good and happy. But I feel like Joe and Sophie, like I didn't really hear anything about them. Speaking of that, Sienna, do you have any life updates? I'm going to the Jonas Brothers concert, so that's why I was thinking about that today. <laughs> He's intrigued. When is the concert? It is I'm going to the Houston show. It's October twenty-third. So that's so exciting. I feel like I'm really in the fall mood right now and it's still like 98 degrees, but I feel like (laughs) in my brain, every time the wind hits, it's like you get that like sniff of fall, you know? I feel like it's fall already and I'm really excited about that. I like the breeze. I've been putting up all my Halloween decorations and I'm sure that's crazy early, but I was like, (laughs) you have to time it right because if Halloween is at the end of October and then Christmas is at the end of December. I need two months for like fall Halloween and then November 1st, I need two months of Christmas. And Thanksgiving just doesn't matter. Yeah. Thanksgiving, I go back to fall for one day, (laughs) but I still probably have my Christmas tree up by then. So also I just moved home recently. So that's been interesting. Like working from home, like with my mom who's working from home, (laughs) kind of crazy. Um, I feel like it's nice being home and like around family because I feel like I haven't really been home much this year. But also I feel like it's just like not sustainable for like work, having your own space and stuff. But it's fun for now, I guess. What about you, Emma? Any life updates? Life updates. Um, The concert, like I said, lots of travel coming up, going to Northern California for a wedding, then Southern California. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm very excited to talk about this because I just feel like the dating scene as it's presented on social media is so interesting. Hearing from friends is so interesting. 
I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, me too. I feel like lately dating has been so much more crazy and like people are adding so many more rules and like tips and tricks to dating that it doesn't need to be that difficult. So it's kind of like a fun topic right now to talk about. And I also think like most people I know, the relationships are crazy. Yeah. I feel like I either know people that are like married or there's this weird thing I feel like right now, I don't know how you feel about the Sienna, but I feel like there'll be people that I follow that I won't even know they're dating someone. And then the next day they're like posting their wedding photos. Mm -hmm. And not that like I expect everyone to post life updates all the time, but it's like, I just can't imagine doing that myself. Like I feel like either posting nothing about it at all and just like using your social media to kind of follow other people or just like posting as it progresses makes sense. So when I see these people, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea you were even dating that person. It's like the whole hard launching, but like waiting till you're married. I feel like that is a trend. (laughs) You're like walking down the aisle and now you can share. (laughs) Which I guess people are thinking like it takes away like the pressure of like social media and the relationship. But I also feel like there isn't much pressure unless you're famous. Like do people really care about if I have a boyfriend? I don't think so. Okay, here's – one thing I wanted to touch on, have you seen the TikTok of like the guy talking about how the longer the caption of the mm. relationship photo on Instagram, the worse their relationship is? I and I saw one. <laughs> I totally agree with that, by the way. But then I saw one and it was like, this guy was talking about how he saw a post. It was like, we went through hell and back in the last like two months we've dated. And it's like hell and back for two months? Why You've dated for two months and you went to hell and back. Like, why are you dating each other? Like, what happened? And it's just so funny to me. Yeah, that's insane. Like the whole like, oh, we've had our ups and downs or like our highs and our lows, but I still love you. Or like, we've worked so hard to make it through this year. It's like, guys, please. It's like, I'm not trying to invalidate that they did have like hard times in their relationship. I'm trying to say like, you're like spelling it out. But in this way, that's like so inspiration, trying to sound inspirational. <laughs> it's like, it's just funny. It's like, I think in the TikTok, the girl was like, either tell us the full story or don't. <laughs> I saw the like the second season of the show Ultimatum. I just binged it this weekend. And it's basically like a bunch of couples that they're like, either marry me or like we're moving on. So they like date other people. And then at the end, they decide like if they're going to marry each other or if they're going to move on. And in the second season, like, spoiler like, all the couples, like, get engaged, kind of. Like, one girl's, like, not about wearing her wedding, her engagement ring. So I don't really know if that's really an engagement. But anyway, <laughs> there's this one couple. I was stalking them on Instagram yesterday. And the girl was, like, the sweetest one, like, on the whole season. And he had said, like, on the show that he cheated on her. They've been dating since they were 16. They've been dating for, like, seven and a half years. And so she wanted to get engaged because they finished college. Like, she was ready to marry him. And he posted, like, I think the, like, fourth year anniversary was already posting those, like, long anniversary captions that were, like, I know I've messed up, but she loved me through all of it and, like, all this stuff. And, um like so many people were saying on their engagement post too, like she's too good for you. Like you're settling with him. Like, please don't marry him. All this stuff. Oh my gosh. Those captions are so telling though. Honestly. And then it's like, can you imagine receiving those comments? Yeah, that's insane. Did you see the TikTok of the girl who I have not been following the story at all. So don't quote me on the story, but 
this girl posted that her boyfriend was moving out after three and a half years and everyone in the comments, I'm not even going to like share my opinion on that because I do think like that's her business, her thing, but she did choose to post it on TikTok. So all the comments were like, girl, why would he choose? Unless there was like a weird situation where I get it. You had to go off to school or like start a new job. Sometimes that happens with couples, but like you've lived together for three and a half years and there's no reason besides he wants to like live with his brother was her reason that he gave. I'm, I just think it is a little sus. I don't know, for but sure. I can't imagine being on the receiving end of all those comments, but maybe it's a wake up call for her. I, I'm not sure. We'll see. Well, then she was like blaming herself too. She was like, I have weird sleeping habits and like whatever, like, so I get it. But it's like, no, yeah. but I guess too, like, it depends why you moved in together. Cause I feel like there's different reasons. Like, was it just convenience? Was it financial reasons? Or like, were you moving in together? Cause you were like, we're going to live together forever and get married. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I'm just kind of like after three and a half years though, like that's a long time. They've only been living together for a year and a half apparently. Oh, okay. But also like that is kind of – it's weird regardless. I think if like – but let's say it was just like temporary and like some people just end up moving together, right? And then other people like choose to move in together like you plan it. So I feel like if they just like ended up living together like just because it was just like easier, then there was no like conversation and like plan of like, all right, once we move in together, like, you know, like we're going to get engaged and we're going to like get married, you know? Okay, that makes more sense. I thought they had been living together for three and a half years, but that's mm-hmm. how long they've been together. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like you graduate and then you're like, oh, we're going to move to this new city together. Might as well get one apartment. He has to move back home to live with his brother. You never know. That's why I'm like, I'm not following the story, but everyone in the comments was going crazy. Yeah. But then his brother is moving like five minutes away from her, I guess. So they were like, why why not all live together or why not like he can just go drive and see his brother five minutes away yeah oh i have so many questions i need to follow this thread more because i'm so curious yeah i was thinking about it this morning too because i keep seeing people like post it and just be like what do you think but i haven't seen her post again like more information (laughs) so Hmm. i don't know it's it's couch girl all over again everyone was saying like i've never been this intrigued since couch girl yeah (laughs) but there's also the random man in atlanta story going on on tiktok right now what is that i haven't heard that so there's this girl that makes videos like with her and her baby and she kind of blew up overnight and she basically was like yeah like shirt from macy's baby from a random man in atlanta so then she like blew up because like she's not with her baby daddy and She'll talk about him, but she just kind of calls him like random man Atlanta. Like he left her. She's like was like twenty, and he like left her in some in Michigan, and she's not even from Michigan alone with the baby, eight months pregnant. What? And, yeah, and then moved in with his baby mama somewhere else, and just like left her. And so she was like posting about him or whatever, telling her story, but she never said who he was. So then he decides to make a video saying, "I'm the random man from Atlanta," right? Because he's mad that she's getting famous. Everyone roasted him so bad. Like the video of him, he's like saying so much, but saying nothing at the same time. And so then he posts that video. And then all these other girls come out saying, that is also my baby daddy. But the girl knew that he had other baby mamas, right? But she didn't know how many. And none of them were getting child support from him. Like none of them could find him or his address, right? So they're all just like, 
but she hadn't said who it was. So all these other girls didn't know, like, that's my baby daddy too. So once he posted his video, all these girls come out. And so then there's this one, like, girl that's making, like, a list of all of them and, like, you know, like, adding all them in as they sh- as they show up. And she was, like, he has, like, literally he's, like, the Thanos, right? Like, it's just, like, all these, like, infinity stones. So now there's, like, eight of them or nine. And two of the baby mamas, their kids were born eight days apart. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. That is so <laughs> bad. But you know what? He got what was coming for him, like, coming back and making a video of himself, yeah. like, he put himself out there like she yeah. did not share who he was. So I do not feel bad for this man. No. Okay. No. Speaking of X, do you want to talk about some of these ladies on Reddit? What are red flags you can't ignore in men? I want to talk about these X a little bit. Okay. I have to read the one that I read before. The only, This is the only one I saw before we started recording. <laughs> it says, this is a Redditor that posts this. When I worked at KFC, there was a girl whose boyfriend would stay parked outside the door and during her entire shift. That is not something I've seen commonly and it's a huge red flag. That, no, that is so, like, what is he waiting for? Let's say, like, the only reason I appreciate that is, like, if I was working somewhere dangerous. Like, if I was, like, you know, working, like, till 4 a.m. as, like, a bottle service girl or something and I felt uncomfortable, I would be, like, please wait for me. You know what I mean? But in this circumstance... She said, like, KFC? Yeah. Unless yeah, like, it's, like, literally a bad, bad, bad area. I don't know. But that just seems like he needs to, like, watch over her or something, which is yeah. kind of scary. Yeah, I think, like, there are people that, like, try to control their spouse that way, where they just, like, wait there, I guess. Like, somebody else said on here, too, that, like, this happened with a the girl they worked with, and she worked 12-hour shifts, and he would sit outside looking in at her for the 12 hours. <laughs> Oh, no. That is so weird. No. Like, what's the reason? Yeah, I. there has to be a very good reason for that not to be a red flag. Like, maybe he's worried she's not actually working. Like, she's, like, leaving to be with somebody else in the parking lot. I don't know. It is also interesting. That I feel like the amount of people that, like, do cheat on, like, their lunch breaks and stuff. <laughs> maybe he's on to something. Because I worked, like, at a clinic before my recent job. And... It was near like all these like businesses, you know, like just near like big parking lots and people would every day park in our parking lot, like off to the side. And I would see them through the window, like, you know, they do that like parking thing where they park like right next to each other and they get into each other's cars. So I don't know. And it was like lunch break time and people would just like park randomly in the parking lot and get into another person's car. So I feel like that could just be a red flag, like blatantly just like that's toxic behavior or maybe there's a reason for it. This is another one. It says, when he keeps talking about his ex and how he'll never love someone else this much. Girl, just break up with him. That's not even a red flag. That's just like he doesn't want to be with you specifically. Yeah, that is, that's so insane. Not saying it's like her fault. I'm assuming this is a girl talking about a guy. Not saying it's her fault. I'm just saying, girly, this man's, you deserve better than this. Yeah, I feel like talking about your ex is one thing, but blatantly being like, I'll never love somebody as much as them. Goodbye. What? Unless they've like passed away. Yeah, that would be a little bit different, but I I don't think that's what she's saying in the sense of like, (laughs) no, I just, I can't even imagine a scenario. Just in general. I agree with these ones. The like easily lost patience, out of control temper over minor things. That's a big red flag. Um, Always need to be right. 
Yeah. That's or, some very like narcissism sort of stuff. Like when someone can't admit that they're wrong or they never want to apologize. Yeah. Or like when like everything has to like one up you, you know, like you can't have a bad day without them being like, well, I'm having a worse day. Yeah. Like that's a really big red flag. This one's interesting to me when every single ex they had was crazy. I don't know because I feel like sometimes every ex you had could be crazy. Yeah. I think it depends on the reasons. Was it they became crazy in a scenario that you were also involved in or were they just like outright crazy? I don't know. It depends what they say is cra- like, how do they define crazy? Because I'm thinking about if you had someone that said, my ex was crazy. She made me do the dishes and the laundry. It's like, no, maybe you're just incompetent and can't like yeah. do basic chores. So I think it depends. I don't know. I think maybe too, like the word crazy is a red flag. I feel like especially like when men just label all the women they've dated in the past as just like blatant crazy, like yeah. that is kind of a red flag. But I think like if all of their past relationships ended for reasons and those reasons happen to be that like their exes acted in ways that like they would never be okay with again and they were kind of acting a little crazy, but like, you know, like I feel like there's a difference between being like all my exes were crazy. I did nothing wrong. That's different than acknowledging like this is what went wrong in that relationship. That person acted in these ways that I don't like. And I maybe also acted in ways that I wasn't happy about off of that behavior that they had, you know? I agree. I think it's like I had an ex who was super like manipulative and abusive, but I kind of didn't realize it until like after we broke up or like when I actually broke up with him because I literally was just like, when you're in that, you don't even realize that it's like mm-hmm. like how bad it is. Right after I broke up with him, I would have described him as crazy because it was crazy behavior. But then now I'm like, I don't think he was actually like, he wasn't crazy like doing wacky things. It was just like super manipulative, super calculated, like trying to control me sort of things. So yeah, again, I think it just depends. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like I would also like like I had an ex like that too where like maybe immediately after I was like wow that that was crazy but I think now like I'm like okay well like that was you know maybe like verbal abuse or like whatever like you can use more like mature terms for it but there's also like good parts of your relationship as well that you can talk about you know we're like discussing that relationship now I'd be like yeah like this is why I liked him and also I was young so it was like you kind of have like blinders up and you don't realize like all the things are like toxic that are happening but I think using that blanket term of like, no, everyone was crazy. But like, why? Yeah. Why were they crazy? I think that's so true. And I think that kind of relates to the next one I saw was when you start to hate the person you are when you're with them. Mm. And I think that is like a really telling sign. That was kind of when I realized I didn't hate myself when I was with them, but I realized I wanted very clearly different things and wanted to treat people very cl- differently. Like they were expressing behavior that I couldn't get behind, you know, like I couldn't even see their side of being like the way that they had treated someone. And I was like, I got to break up with you because if I can't even like justify that, like justify those crazy behaviors, quote unquote, like I can't, I can't stand behind that. That's not what I would do. It's like morally an issue. Yeah. I think too, it's like, if you're like sad (laughs) more than you are happy, it's like, obviously that is just like, a red flag or if it's like your relationship is like the hardest thing of life like it's making life harder like your relationship should never do that like because life is which you told me this which I feel like is like been like the biggest advice that like I've stuck to 
for relationships is that like life is hard enough. So it's like if your relationship is making life harder, then obviously it's the wrong relationship because your relationship should make like the hardships of life feel easier. And like you should be able to like go through it with them, which I feel like is something that I've never experienced before until my current relationship where it was like our relationship was really hard, like with my exes. So then it just made everything in life just seem like harder. But then now the relationship that I'm in, it's like life is hard, but my relationship never adds to that. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's such an important thing in the sense of, yes, you're going to argue with your partner. You're going to get in fights. You're going to have disagreements. You're going to have, you know, life isn't sunny and always perfect with your relationship, but it's like, if they're not sort of like a refuge and a safe place and like an ally for you through difficult times, it's like, what's the point, you know? And you're not always going to feel a hundred percent like that, but overall, you know, like what is your overarching story kind of look like? And are they like supporting you and helping you through all these like trials and tribulations that you're going to undergo rather than like adding more to your plate and making it even harder to like go through those things. So yeah, I think that's super important. That's like a really good green flag is like, if you are with somebody and you're feeling like the opposite of what we just described in that, if you're feeling like they're your safe place, you might've had a really hard day, but when you come home to them, you know, you might not always be in good moods, but you know that they're like your, and this is kind of therapy talk, but like kind of your safe space. So. Yeah. I think too, like being able to like feel all the feelings with somebody too. And like knowing they're not going to like diminish your feelings or like make you feel less than or like a burden. Yeah. That's also a really big green flag. Yeah. Not having to be worried about how you appear all the time, because I think a real relationship like that would be impossible. Like there's no way that you could keep up a mask or an act all the time and like be able to get through all the crappy things that happen in life if you're not with the right person. What are your icks, Sienna? Oh my gosh, mine are so superficial. Like my my biggest ick of life is loafers on men. I don't know why. Please. Every time I see them, like my heart drops. Like does that include um like Sperry boat shoes? Like are those included in loafers for you? Kind of, but like more of like the dress shoe loafers, like the nice ones. Like I'm going out loafers. I told my boyfriend, like, getting married is going to be really hard for me. <laughs> like, the shoes are going to ick me out enough. Just make sure they're wearing – he's wearing dress shoes and all the groomsmen are wearing dress shoes and not, like, loafers. It's okay. I'm just superficial because I don't like flip-flops on men. I just yeah, can't. Yeah, no, that's an ick for I sure. Really can't. Yeah, I just can't with the flip-flops, but – I think there's a certain type of man that pulls it off, but it's just not my man. No, like, I think sandals are fine. But I'm talking like literal flip-flops, like when there's like the prong in between the big toe and the second toe. Like I just can't. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like it's kind of inappropriate. Also going with the loafers, those like little like socks we used to wear in like the Toms or like the Sperry's, you know, that is such an ick. (laughs) I saw so many TikToks of that, of girls filming their guys in those. They're called Peds. Yeah, I think are the type of socks. I had an ex-boyfriend yeah. that would wear those and every time, oh my God. 
they are just like so funny i'm like even when i remember the toms days are so for real because i remember wearing those with my toms but i would just like almost just take them off with Mm -hmm. my shoes because i feel like I just think they look weird either way. So I would just take them off with the whole show. I'm like, I'd rather be barefoot, honestly. Like those also look inappropriate. Do you have another one? I think X for me, interrupting. Yeah. Um, Interrupting in the sense of, obviously we always, you know, you're always like talking over people when you have a conversation or if you're like in a really busy area, but I'm talking about like men that intentionally interrupt women. Mm-hmm. as to be like oh i'm disregarding like what you have to say like it reminds yeah. me of the kamala harris clip it's like mr vice president i'm speaking like that sort of thing mm-hmm. that's what bothers me and gives me the ick not like someone who's genuinely having a conversation and trying to chime in or something especially like when you know they're not even listening to what you're saying and they're yeah. just trying to get their point across and so they're just like not even listening and like interrupting you and just pushing their point more and more but it's like you didn't even acknowledge what i said yeah it's like, did you even listen? Like, it's like a weird form of mansplaining. Yeah. I think too, like the, like how a man treats you, like doesn't really matter as much as like how he treats unattractive women, other men. Like that one's kind of interesting. Yeah. I think how a man treats you is important, but also like how he treats other people. Yeah. Like service staff. I just don't, I think in general, like anyone that tries to make other people feel less than is just mm-hmm. like a big red flag in general and if they're like rude to the wait staff on your date or I don't know just rude in general it's like that's a big turnoff for sure that's like beyond an ick that's like sorry I'm done yeah I also think like the whole beige flag thing is funny too because I feel like everybody has those like weird quirks that I think make you stop and you're like hmm but they're like not bad enough to be like relationship ending, you know? Yeah. Like my beige flag is for sure. Like liking musical theater, um, liking to sing musical theater songs. Like that's such a beige flag. Like I'm not, again, no shade to anyone involved in musical theater. It's just like the stereotype of it. And like my childhood as like a choir kid. Yeah. That's definitely a beige flag for me. I think I have a lot of beige flags. I think like my biggest one is that, like I don't just like eat food like I pick at it and like pick my favorite pieces (laughs) and then like even the same bag of chips like every day that I look at it I could be looking for something else like today I want like the really salty ones tomorrow I might want the really crispy ones and I'll like pour them all on a plate and then like pick which ones I want and then put the ones I don't want back that's a beige flag I thought about one yesterday but I can't remember what it is right now I know one of them is that like when I get nervous, I like flip my socks like halfway off my feet, like I'll fold them off my heels. And then like my roommates that live with me for a long time, my boyfriend, they'll be like, why are you nervous right now? Like if like a conversation comes up or we're watching TV or like something's happening on the TV or somebody's talking about something and I'm like uncomfortable or like nervous or like having a deep conversation, I start flipping my socks and then they'll look like this on my feet. That is so funny. That's some kindergarten thing to do. I love it. Yeah. So, well, at least you have a tell. So, you know, if you're too stressed to talk about it, everyone around you can be like, hey, are you okay? Like this conversation is stressing Sienna out. Nabil has so many. (laughs) Let me think. (laughs) Like if we have subtitles on, which might just be like a language barrier thing. But like when we have subtitles on the show, like 
he'll like read them out loud as they're saying them on the TV. <laughs> like, what did we watch TV in silence? He's like, they said that the as the person saying it. <laughs> like, he doesn't mean to. It's just like he has to, like he's like processing it. Oh shit! Yeah, I was about to say, does he even know he's doing it? Like, no, like until happening? after, and then he's like, oh, and I'm like, so funny. That's so cringe. So Emma, I'm curious since you're married. What has been like the biggest difference between being married versus dating, especially like being 24, you've been married for almost a year. Like what is the biggest difference from your dating life? Do you feel super different from your friends that are just still dating? One cool thing is I feel like I have friends all over the spectrum. I have other friends that are married. I have other friends that are engaged, others dating, some that are single. It's really interesting because I never thought that I would get married young and it literally wasn't until I met my husband that I was like, this makes sense for me and this is what I want to do. Like it was purely, not that he like convinced me or something, but like it was purely because I was like, I do believe when you know, you know, Mm -hmm. and I really did know. And it's like hard to explain to someone else that might not. And if I would have told myself that it would have been... I would have been like, that's crazy. Like, how do you just know? And I just did. And I don't know how to explain that. But I feel like because we were, our relationship kind of went in a cycle. So we were like friends for a year, dated for a year, and then engaged for a while because of COVID. I feel like the biggest change happened, not actually when we got married, but when we moved in together. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that was more of the start of like, when you cohabitate with someone, and you start to, you know, split more financial things and you're not, it's so funny, you're not Venmoing each other constantly for things or you're sharing rent or like, that's just like a big change that when you have shared responsibilities. Cause I feel like when we were dating and engaged, even we didn't have as many shared responsibilities that it's like at the end of the day, I made my decisions about things. He made his decisions about things, but then mm-hmm. when you move in together or, you know, you start to combine your life, you become like some sort of established long-term domestic partnership. And this happened like before we were married, but if you were waiting to live together until marriage, it could happen then too. I just feel like that was when there were differences when it's like, I don't have to ask him permission to do things, but you just have to have conversations because you share things like a house or a pet or a car, or that was really the biggest difference for me. And I feel like our relationship went from being like excited about the future to then like living our future, which was really fun. Like it was, it was a really fun thing to do. And I just feel like you become hopefully I would hope everyone feels this way. You become more of like companions, like as Mm -hmm. corny as that sounds, I feel like it went from being, you know, you're so in that honeymoon phase, like however long that lasts to then if you're moving in like the right direction, like a healthy direction, I feel like you become partners and companions. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was like for me, which was really fun being so young and being married and then like having people all over the spectrum i feel like because jacob and i have very similar friends and we have like lots of couple friends it's not that different because it's not like again the only difference might be that we live together versus a couple that doesn't or Mm -hmm. maybe they do live together and then it's not so different 
I feel like, again, it's that like shared responsibility thing that starts to come into play when it's like, we're living our lives together and we're making decisions together. And it's not just like a free for all of, Hey, if I want to go do this, it's like, no, I'm in a healthy way, considering someone else's feelings and thoughts and opinions on like really pivotal moments in your life. And hopefully you're like cheering each other on through those. So Sienna, your relationship, when did you guys start dating officially? I mean, I know, but share with the, with the class. Well, it's interesting. Cause I feel like we've been together, like since the day that we met, like, I feel mm-hmm. like there's just like, but it is weird too. Cause like you got married October 29th. And then like our like anniversary is November 29th, which is like so weird. But I don't know. We met on Hinge, which I like never thought I would even download a dating app. But my best friend wouldn't let me look at her Hinge anymore because she didn't want it. And I was bored. So I was like, I'll just download it just so I can like see, you know, like who's in the area and like what's going on in this app. And then I ended up going on basically only talking to one person and going on one date and that's my boyfriend we never thought we would use hinge which is just like funny but then also i think once you graduate college it is so hard to meet people anyway so i feel like you kind of have to just like put yourself out there in general even just to get like used to like dating casually because i feel like when you're in school you kind of like already know people and then maybe you start dating them and it's not really like putting yourself out there as much it kind of just like happens so now it's like you actually have to put yourself out there. And if you're not like, I don't know, like out every weekend, you have to like find ways to like get out. Yeah, you're not automatically in that shared environment anymore where people mm-hmm. are like all looking for friends or relationships because it's just like natural for your age. It's like you're out there and you're meeting people of like all ages, all, you know, relationships, etc. It's hard. It's hard for friends. For sure. I feel like it's hard for everything, which I think it's interesting too that you were saying how like a lot of your friends are like engaged or like getting married. So like you guys aren't like in a completely different like time frame or like lifestyle than like most of your friends. But then like how we're only like six months apart, but I would say like all of my friends aren't even in relationships. So like if I were to be married, like that would be such a stark difference from like all of my friends, you know, where I feel like that would kind of be like different for like our relationships. But I feel like it is cool. Like a lot of your friends are in serious relationships. They're engaged. They're married. Cause then you kind of have like that, like couple support and like you guys can all hang out together and like, it doesn't feel that like different. I feel like, I don't know. It's good because all of our shared friends are in couples, but like, obviously we're all friends with each other's friends, but it's like, I don't know how to explain it when it's like you're a couple and you're hanging out with another couple in a serious long-term relationship. It feels like your couples hanging out versus like when we have, when it's me, my husband and like one more friend, it just feels like we're like three friends. Like not that I lose like him being my husband, but it's just a different dynamic. It's interesting. It's healthy though. I feel like it's always weird when you hang out with couples and you feel very much like they're a couple and like I'm not a part of that. So like I feel weird here. Yeah. Like I don't want anyone to ever feel like they're a third wheel. And I feel like it's just not natural for us anyway because I feel like we're married and we're really good friends, which is mm-hmm. cool. And I feel like is a good foundation because 
that's how I feel about your relationship right now is I feel like I could hang out with you and your boyfriend and I don't feel like, oh, they're a couple and I'm just tagging along. It's like, yeah, we're all getting along together and we're all friends. And I think that's like a really healthy thing, Mm -hmm. which I think too, like that's a big thing for me as well. Cause I feel like I do hang out with my boyfriend a lot with my friends. Like we all go on like trips together and just like do random things, but it never feels like, oh, like we're a couple and like you guys are my friends, you know? Yeah. It's just kind of like we're all friends in those circumstances. Like it's not weird, which I really appreciate because I do have friends who are like being around their like boyfriend or whatever. It feels very like this is this is odd. Yeah, like this is a separate part of their life mm-hmm. and you're not all integrated together in like the same sort of social scene. Yeah. And I feel like if you don't start out with like some sort of foundation of friendship and I'm not saying you can't go out on like a date as the first time you meet like you guys did. I'm just saying like, I feel like as you're becoming more into each other and like dating, you're also like becoming friends with them too. Mm-hmm. It's just like super important. I saw a TikTok, I think yesterday talking about how like the key to a su- successful relationship marriage is like friendship because at the end of the day, it's like that like romantic part of your relationship like ebbs and flows. But if that's like your best friend or like, you know, then there's never going to be like a lack of trust or a lack of like care for that person, even if like the romance isn't there, which that makes a lot of sense. Cause it's like every day is not going to be just like, Ooh, like nice date and like romantic and all that. It's like most days are just, you're just doing random things, which I think too, being able to like share your interests with the person that you're dating makes it to where it's just like fun to spend time with them all the time. It doesn't feel like a chore. So if like some relationships, if it's just like romantic, then like hanging out with them for a long period of time feels like a chore. On the flip side of that, it's like if you like someone so much as a friend, I'm not saying you become romantic out of that. I'm just saying like the fun day-to-day parts and the foundation that you have of like the trust and like, you know, acceptance of each other and stuff, that's Mm -hmm. what I think makes the romance deeper to last longer than the honeymoon phase. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. On Spotify, if you're listening, there's always a poll question below. I think I'm going to switch it up this week and ask what your icks and red flags or beige flags are because we would love to hear them. Um, You can also follow us on our Instagram at she never shuts up pod. And sorry for the little two week hiatus. We are back and we will be posting every Thursday. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.